0: Welcome to Do It With Dan,
1: entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker, and author, creator of the Beyond Intention paradigm. Here is your
2: host, Daniel Mengena. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the edition, or is it an episode? It's both. It's an edition that's also an episode, an episode that's also an edition. I'm here with my homie, my home slice, Valerie Chan. How are you doing, Valerie?
1: I'm good, Dan. I'm good. <laughs>
2: So for those of you who haven't had the pleasure of um, hearing who Valerie is, which is probably going to be most of you because you don't know who Valerie is yet. We met <laughs> at, uh, we met at uh, a workshop, uh, workshop that we we're at for a couple of days. We were neighbors and we hit it off and got on really well. And then Olga went to one by the same person and Valerie was there. And they got to me and they got on really well. And then Valerie came up to Carbo last year and we hung out. It was really, really cool. So, um, Valerie just did her TEDx not too long ago. We've got the same TEDx uh, speaking coach. And we've just been having a kick-ass 2020 that's juxtaposed with other stuff going on. And I thought it would be really cool to introduce you guys to Valerie, what she does in the world, how it can inspire you, and how you can get to know her a bit better because she's really cool. So without further ado, it was Valerie. Welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me, Dan. I really appreciate it. <laughs>
2: pleasure, my pleasure. So we were just speaking obviously a few moments ago about holding, having a really good year when people are perhaps having challenging years. And also having a challenging challenging aspects of life where people are having things settled. So why don't we speak to that a little bit about you know what's been going on with you.
1: Sure. There's uh, I mean where do I start? You know, 2020 is an interesting year because um, I have had some really amazing things happen. And so, you know, I own Platform and Platform is a virtual PR agency that works with a legal community. And, you know, we were set, we we actually were set up to have like a super, super fantastic year and had all these deals in the pipeline. Um, We were on Target for revenue. you know, we didn't make that target, but we actually ended up growing 30% from where we were. Yeah. During the age of COVID and, and like, there was a part where I wanted to do more, but at the same time I was conscientious of the environment as well. And I had a really great team to support and who supported me through the entire 2020. And so that in itself, you know, is a huge conversation about motivation of teamwork and, um. Also, like they inspired me to keep going during 2020. Um, then a couple of other things that was was fun during COVID. Um, you know, my uh, writing partner and I, uh, Mariana Lattis, um, created a, a script uh, that we submitted for a BBC writing class, which was super fun. It was a comedy, um, just kind of taken off of our previous experiences about um singledom and some of the worst date dating experiences I've <laughs> ever had and what can that can mean and um you know that process took a long time we didn't make it through but we kind of got further down the line which was great to hear and then we submitted it for a BAFTA um award as well and didn't get that but we actually got amazing feedback which basically said that we were on the right path and they thought our concept was funny and the writing was fantastic. And so that was, um, that was fun and that kept me going. And then, um, I was working with Tricia, um, Brooke, who's amazing all in herself. Um, Mm -hmm. and I had been working with her previously. I took a Ted masterclass in October of last year and Mm -hmm work with her on submitting a bunch of things. So submitted at the before COVID only actually to to four TEDx's and got um, got accepted into TEDx Farmingdale. And I found out that I got accepted. And uh, my topic was a little bit different. And I ended up talking about reawakening the the five senses during COVID and Mm -hmm. what the impact was. And I'm happy to share with you about my experience. Mm -hmm. Um, And then on top of that, because of, because of the talk, started another company. And then (laughs)
0: in
1: the midst of all this, um, building a a new house um, that has not yet been completed so yeah
2: that's been an adventure as long as I've known you that adventure with the house has been happening
1: well yeah well <laughs> the, the house is an interesting thing um because that came to me in a dream I, I don't know if, if um we talked about that did I tell you about this I think you did
2: but tell yeah. me again so everyone else can hear it too
1: <laughs> yeah so I have um I really don't talk about this that often but um I do have the gift of foresight and mm-hmm. uh, the gift of dreaming. And so um, one of these, uh, like there was a particular night and I, I house build on the side. So I think just in general, I seem like I'm a little bit of a loon, um, maybe a serial <laughs> entrepreneur, you know, um,
2: let's go with serial entrepreneur versus loon.
1: <laughs> but I do do real estate on the side. And um, my question a few years ago, actually about or four years ago was where is home for me? Mm-hmm. And um it was I had moved from Seattle down to LA. I was going to go to New York. I ended up moving to San Francisco. And I was like, oh, where's Waldo? You know, where, where do I go? Where do I go? <laughs> and where's home? And what happened was one night, because I kept asking the same question. Um, it was very, very vivid. I got architectural blueprints like kind of downloaded to me in a dream and I sketched out the architectural blueprints and then looked on the MLS and um, and I looked in three places. I looked in LA, I looked mm-hmm. in Seattle and I looked in um, in San Francisco because I was living in San Francisco at the time and it was in LA and it was this the house that I had and I actually put four offers on this actually five offers on this house over a period of three years and ultimately I bought the house from the bank and Mm -hmm. was able to create this and I'm the
2: same (laughs) let me just get this right so you kept trying to buy it from the people and ended up getting it from the bank instead
1: yes correct Surprise,
2: I was gonna say, so you probably decidedly less money as well,
1: yeah. And it's um, it's a beautiful house, um, like overlooking the ocean in Pacific Palisades, California, which is in between Malibu and um, Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, five minutes from the beach, five minutes from town, like within like walking distance everywhere, um, nice. the, which is the five minutes. -hmm. Walking distance and um, was able to live in it in two years. um, Was one of the first to get a new build um, put on this property, um, actually, the first. uh, And that is through a a series of unfortunate events, um, (laughs) which is why it's taking longer and through a litigation action, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And as it's wanted um, to,
2: to cause delay
1: exactly so, but you know um we went from like working with nine um nine agencies to working with 18 agencies um in um dpd you know depart like so it, it was it was it was a bit challenging and it's still challenging and so i have a steel house overlooking the ocean uh, right now with 10 foot high ceilings and it's gonna it's gonna be gorgeous when it's Um, done but it's caused obviously more money and more delays than I anticipated and but but didn't
2: you say that it's actually worth more than it was going to be worth before something like that
1: yeah it so I'm very fortunate I'm very very fortunate the um uh even though I'm going through this like I've tripled or quadrupled the money that I put into the house yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, so
2: it, it it pays off. It pays, <laughs> it pays its way. <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about juggling stuff. Mm-hmm. Does it feel to you that you're juggling, or does it feel to you like that you're just in the flow of creation as it's happening for you?
1: Hmm. It's a really good question. You know, um, there are days where it feels like juggling, and there mm-hmm. are days where um, I feel like I'm in the flow and the answer kind of lies where the energy is. Mm-hmm. My head, like, am I living from my head or if I'm living from my heart and my body? Mm. Right? Um, and if I'm living from my body, then everything just seems to flow mm-hmm. and try not to control things. And I'm a huge control freak, by the way. So yeah. this that, that <laughs> is a little bit of an issue, but when I, when I really listen to my heart and my body, um, things just kind of come to me and mm-hmm. it's being okay with the opportunities that come, some of the challenges that, or which are actually opportunities to learn. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a good reminder just to be and let things come to you. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. And let's just loop this back to the TED Talk then, which was, mm-hmm. which I had the chance to, to catch the live stream no I caught the replay of the live stream I couldn't watch it exactly I think I watched it the same day or the next day was it the same day or the mm. Next day? Yeah, I text you I can't remember
0: mm-hmm.
2: but you I mean the TEDx spawned a new business so obviously it's inspired you but yeah. how does this advice that you've just shared with the listeners about listening to the body and getting out of the brain and tuning into the opportunities how does what you shared with your TEDx link back to that
1: So in my TEDx, um, I actually talk about recovering from um, a serious injury. I I got sideswiped on the freeway during rush hour traffic and ricocheted Mm -hmm. all the way across the freeway and had a severe brain injury, which left me unable to talk and to run and function the way I used to. And through working with a bunch of practitioners, healthcare practitioners, chiropractors, acupuncturists, um, speech pathologists, um, you know, as well as energy healers, um, and um, like uh, gyrotonics and gyrokinesis and that sort of thing. i I was able to find a way to get back into my body so mm-hmm. that I could really heal um, and heal and actually function a different way. And what I found was that I was living a lot in my head. And when you can't talk, right? And you stutter and you mm-hmm. can't provide counsel to your clients, um, it's kind of disturbing. You could like go down into a rat hole
0: or mm-hmm. you can
1: actually function from a different way. And the practitioners, what I learned is that there's a different way to function and build narrow pathways in the brain so that you can function in a different way. And that's kind of where Reclaimed Brain came in. And so we're using some of the principles related to actually working with brain and body modality to actually help with COVID resiliency and increase creativity. And what I found through my process, especially having um, a severe brain injury um, that I had to recover from, was that, you know, I had to move in a different way. Mm -hmm. I had to um, visualize and um, like visualize speaking again and running again and walking again. I had to, you know, memorize different phrases and numbers so that I could talk again the way that I used to. Um, and, um, you know, I, I did other things as well. And I played feedback back to me so that I could hear myself so that I could hear if I was stuttering or saying things incorrectly because my brain had different ways of functioning and I had a hard time figuring out concept mapping, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, what I found though was that because I had to pay attention to my, my body in a sense, that's what kind of what COVID has done for all of us, which is what mm-hmm. I bring in speech is that I slowed down enough that I was forced to listen and observe what was going on around me. And then I found that a new voice kind of sp- kind of a reemerge, so to speak. And it's one that I hadn't listened to for such a long time mm. just because I was going and going and going and, and I still go and go and go, but mm. you no. Know, like, but,
2: but you're going with awareness now.
1: Yeah, Exactly. I'm going with awareness now. And like, I was able to write again. I used to be an avid writer when I was younger, avid. Mm. And then I also, you know, I also found that like there was someone to guide me, Um, and it was myself, right, To, to guide me in a way that I hadn't moved before. And I was able to see things that I hadn't seen before, or I had, but it had been buried for me for such a long time. And that's that's where intuition kicked in and everybody thinks that intuition is woo woo, but mm-hmm. it's really not. It's that sixth sense that we have in all of us as humans, right. As animals.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So Yeah. So I talk about that and in my talk and in, in my Ted talk and, you know, talk about all the creative creativity that we see in, in companies right now. And I think, you know, that's kind of where reclaimed brain came in and, um, my partner, Alana, had been, you know, fantastic. She had actually created a five-week COVID resiliency course to that talks and, you know, um, that we're actually collaborating on to create resiliency and some of the techniques that I learned through my rehab so that you could get back into your body. And then the next step is about, you know, how do you access that creativity, right? And through leading and working with entrepreneurs, from a product like an R&D perspective, from you know understanding how technology works, because my background is technology, mm-hmm. in addition to understanding where the trends are, and I've also done you know a lot of like integration work and teams work. Um, we're, we're putting um, together like creativity labs um, to actually help with um, help with coming help entrepreneurs and companies figure out you know what ideas you have inside a company so you can spawn them to life and and execute on them and just because mm-hmm. that was my background in my 20s and 30s and even now so it's, it's fun like in my company platform, it's fun working with entrepreneurs and seeing companies grow substantially um, through our advice, you know, Mm. and I'm kind of taking this to the next level and incorporating some of the the business advice that I normally give, like in my consulting role, not part of platform. So, yeah.
2: Do you bring some of your more exotic off-road gifts into what you do with the consulting and with your business?
1: You know, with platform, platform, yes and, yes and no. It's really interesting because um, what Dan hasn't told uh, you listeners is that I also was a practicing alert attorney a long time ago. And, um, you know, we advise a lot of legal and man- managed services providers in addition to technology providers like supply chain folks um, on strategies. And so... There's a part where, you know, if a company is like, okay, I need introductions to X, Mm -hmm. you know, that I will like just sit down and just kind of listen and put two and two together and I'm able to see things and patterning. Like I was working with an entrepreneur, for example, we were debating on whether or not to take them as a client to do PR, They're they're too early stage, but he was telling me about his um, his workflow um, and I you know I could see what it looks like from a product perspective the UI and all all of this good stuff and who their partners are um, you know I don't know if that's in. I, I think it's intuition but you know it could be some people could say oh it's because you have backward you know An experience. And, 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 yeah exactly exactly <laughs> but-
2: doesn't experience take all of that into account and doesn't background and experience take intuition into account because intuition contributes to the experience that we got. Isn't there a symbiotic relationship to all of these pieces we could say?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And then also like, I think planning for the future, right. Um, I know people talk about vision maps and visualization and, um, you know, like goal setting, especially mm-hmm. as we near the end of the year. And to some degree, there is something to that. Um, like going back to purpose work, like what you're doing now, mm-hmm. like there's a part where as Reclaim Brain, you know, comes along, it is kind of purpose work for me just to see Companies thrive and people thrive and use a different way to actually be in the world. And I've noticed that, you know, corporations and like can be so much can be more profitable by by having and caring about their employees, but also like looking holistically about the big picture because it's not just for corporate profits it's also for employee well employee wellness actually contributes that and that spawns the creativity you know
2: i think there's something to be said for taking into consideration or having the the wider view of of things Mm -hmm. because when i remember that the well-being of and the ability of my employees to be creative actually adds to my bottom line. (laughs) It's like, I think Richard Branson, um, Richard Branson, one of my mentors, I'm hoping he's gonna hook me up with Richard Branson, but (laughs) but he's like, he puts customers, employees, and then business.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. it's it's
2: not rocket science if you look after your customers they're there to bring money in use that to invest in your employees they're going to add to to the bottom line like everybody wins
1: that way exactly Mm. they 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 do um and so you know visualization like this reclaim brain process that i'm talking about and the creativity like it's like a combination of everything that i had been doing in one packaged form and Mm. it was because of the TED talk, you know, and I'm excited to, you know, I'm, we're excited to give our first course, um, I believe on the 18th of, of uh, December. And like, there's just, there's a lot, there's actually a lot there. And there's a lot, even with the current company that I'm with that we have a lot of growth to do. And I have a fantastic team and like, you know, like I, all of these things I had in my mind, like in my thirties and forties, I just never thought that I would be living yet. And mm. even, you know, now I have, um, I think I told you on text. like now I'm, I'm really, um, with this lovely man. And I don't really share my, my personal. I was like,
2: I was like, what? Valerie's has going to drop some juice. Okay. Exclusive, global exclusive here.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, um, it, going back to the question of home, you know, that was, uh, that I had before the house and that was, it was also related to relationships. And so like I, I had in my mind this visualization of who I was supposed to be. He's definitely all the characters, the characteristics that I had and put down on paper, but the way he manifested was very different.
2: <laughs> very <laughs> random in the manifestation.
1: <laughs> But it was it was one of those things where like when you meet someone and you
2: just know, you just kind of know, you know, Mm. yeah Mm -hmm. I love that. Listening to the body, letting the body guide the way. Exactly. Um, I'd love to share with the listeners um, because we're coming up on on the time that we're going to be spending together today. Mm -hmm. Something that they can take away, perhaps from your course, perhaps from your experience to let them start to get more guided into being in the body and accessing some of these gifts that you're inspiring them to, to perhaps start hacking.
1: Mm, mm-hmm. uh, I was going to talk about self-havening today that could actually help you with anxiety and get back in the body. But I, you know, I actually think this is I have a better exercise and it's something that I learned from um, network chiropractic. Mm-hmm. So um, one of the things about network chiropractic that I really um, love is that um, you know, they look for openings in your spine and they start from the openings to expand out all the contracted areas in your spine and then in, in the rest of your body. So like the, uh, like a good exercise would be just to close your eyes um, and then find the openings in your body right now and just start opening in, opening up just the different areas by going up and down your spine, just gently up and down. And then reaching all the way up through to the heavens and then all the way down through your body and then rooting yourself all the way down to the ground and letting that channel and the openings go through your body. And taking a couple more deep breaths And then, then start scanning the body for the different closed areas and the opening areas and the open areas. And from the open areas, just start opening it more and more and more and opening up those closed areas. Breathing that in the opening. And when you're in that open state Now you could really hear, you could hear the refrigerator in the background and just be keenly aware of it and just tune in for a couple seconds. The refrigerator, or maybe it's the car in the background, maybe it's your kid screaming in the background, Mommy, Mommy, right? But now you have sensory awareness, which actually helps you and you could you could bring that sensory awareness all the way down to the ground and feel your feet and scan up up and around breathing that in and then you can open your eyes
2: well that's yummy
1: (laughs) i know and that's network chiropractic with Valerie on top of it. <laughs>
2: a la Valerie. <laughs> and this is part this is part and parcel of the program that you put together.
1: Yeah, this is this is one of the steps in the five-week course to get into creativity. The creativity labs are a little bit different in that we actually do hands-on like drawing and just fun things to reawaken creativity. It's not visualization or and any of the techniques that I'm talking about. So
0: Dope, dope,
2: and that's available now for people yeah
1: right? it's available now it's a, it's a, i mean you can you could sign up now so i um, just go to reclaimbrain.com
2: well we'll pop the links for that in the um we'll get Duncan to make sure those are in there in the show notes yeah. have you got anything you'd like to leave the people with some inspiration a word of wisdom a nugget of sorts
1: goodness you know um 2020 can be, you know, a really good year and you can end it on a good note, really, (laughs) you know, I think it's sometimes it's hard, especially since we're in the second wave of COVID and, you know, we're buttoning down for the winter season and the, you know, winter, so to speak, like there may be, there may be a lot of folks who have anxiety and, you know, just listen to the body and just start listening to yourself and asking the hard questions Like, you know, who do I want to be now? Am I being Mm -hmm. the person that I want to be? Mm -hmm. And how can I move in a different way? You know, those are really great questions. And just by sitting with yourself, you might have a different flavor of what can what the art of possible is for 2020 and the 2021. So. Beautiful. Beautiful.
2: yeah well valerie as always uh, i bathe in your wisdom and experience and oh, groovy stories thanks for the the international exclusive it's been excellent hanging out with you so guys go to reclaim your brain no, reclaimbrain.com. Reclaimbrain.com. We'll pop those links in the in the chat. Valerie's also new to Instagram as well. She's been kicking it on Instagram. So make sure you follow her on Instagram also. We'll pop that in the comments. And um, as always, guys, the conversation continues over on Facebook, dreamwithdan.com forward slash Facebook. Um, until next time, keep dreaming with your eyes open. Reclaim your brain, reclaim your your creativity. Make the rest of 2020 a winner and dream with your eyes open. Bye for now.